Captain Moroni, the leader of the Nephite armies, stood atop a watchtower, restlessly breathing in the cool morning air. He watched the tree line closely. There hadn't been any Lamanite movements in weeks. He suspected an attack should break the calm any day now. Maintaining that peace required work, a lot of work, but it was worth it. Though he was only 25 years old, he'd prepared and strengthened the armies of the Nephites to withstand any attack in the name of their peace, their freedom, and their god. With Captain Moroni at the helm, the Lamanites would not be able to enslave the Nephite people. But he was about to face their biggest threat yet. Recent reports from his spies warned of a man named Zarahemna, a fierce warlord among the Lamanites whose only goal was to gain power. If that tyrant succeeded, the Nephite army would fall, and Moroni's people would be his slaves. The young Nephite general was determined to stop that from happening, but Zarahemna would not rest until he subjected the Nephites to bondage. He'd already begun stirring his people up to anger against the Nephites. The Nephites have wronged us and our brethren from the beginning. When our fathers first came to this land, Nephi usurped the right to lead the people leaving the descendants of Laman and Lemuel to wander in the wilderness, lost and forgotten, having stolen our birthright. For too long we have lived in the shadow of the Nephites while they've looked down on us. Let us take our rightful place as their rulers! War was inevitable. Captain Moroni's scouts reported that the Lamanites' army was far more numerous than theirs. Beyond that, they were feared in all the land for their great skill on the battlefield. They were fierce. They were relentless. They were battle-hardened and struck quickly with vicious attacks that left their enemies helpless on the battlefield. Moroni knew his own soldiers were expertly trained in their weapons of war, swords, scimitars, bows and arrows and slings and stones. But they needed something more. They needed an edge over the imposing might of Zarahemna's army. Moroni knew just what that advantage would be. Where the Lamanites were weak, the Nephites would be strong. The Lamanites saw it as a mark of bravery to fight wearing nothing but a loincloth. So the Nephites would fight wearing breastplates, helmets, and arm shields. Their pride will be our downfall. Our humility will be our strength. While we are protected with breastplates, the Lord will guide our strikes to pierce their hard hearts. Our helmets will guard us, while their hateful heads will fall to the blows of our scimitars. Our arm shields will preserve our strength, while their arms will be severed by our blades. Our thick clothing will protect us, while they stand vulnerable before us in their bare skin. Their vast sea of soldiers will look upon our armored warriors and shrink in fear. With God on our side, we will prevail! The Nephites were prepared, and Moroni's spies brought back word of the Lamanites' plans. They were gathering in Antionum, near the land of Jershon. Let us now go to the land of Jershon to protect our people, our wives, our children, and our way of life from the hateful, murderous Zarahemna! Brethren, 
two arms! As the Lamanites marched east by the sea into the land of Jershon, they saw Moroni's soldiers not only armed, but armored. Their courage faltered, doubt overwhelmed them. They fled into the wilderness toward other Nephite lands that they hoped were less formidable. But Moroni would not leave the other Nephite lands exposed to the numerous host of his bloodthirsty army. He sent his spies to watch the Lamanites. He asked the prophet Alma to pray for help. The heavens answered. The Lord told Alma the Lamanites would be marching along the river Sidon. Captain Moroni immediately marched his armies to lay in wait for a surprise attack against the Lamanites. He hid his army on either side of the river Sidon and waited to launch their ambush. Zarahemna's army approached. Footsteps sloshed in the river Sidon's water. It would soon run red with blood. Attack! Captain Moroni's army descended on Zarahemna's unsuspecting soldiers. Swords stabbed and scimitars slashed. The Lamanites retreated to the other side of the river, only to be met by the other half of Moroni's prepared warriors. The Lamanites were trapped, surrounded, but Zarahemna would not let his great army surrender so easily. They have armor, but we are stronger! They have shields, but we will cleave them! They have breastplates, but we will pierce them! They wear helmets, but we will destroy them! You are their rightful rulers! Lamanites are superior! Force those weak Nephites to their knees! They are no match for our might! Fight on, my soldiers! Cut them down! The two armies clashed. Zarahemna's men fought like dragons. Despite their armor, many Nephites fell to Lamanite blades. Moroni knew they needed the Lord's help. Lord, please save my soldiers from death. Give us strength beyond our own power. Save us from defeat, slaughter, and bondage. By the faith of Moroni and his soldiers, the Nephite army began to take control of the battle, blow by blow. The war cries of the Nephites became stronger as they began to overpower the mighty Lamanites. Soon they had Zarahemna and his army completely surrounded. Moroni quieted his soldiers, standing forth on the banks of the river to speak to the defeated Zarahemna. We do not desire to be men of blood. Ye know ye are in our hands, yet we do not desire to slay you. Behold, we have not come out to battle against you that we might shed your blood for power. Neither do we desire to bring anyone to the yoke of bondage. But this is the very cause for which ye have come against us. Yea, and ye are angry with us because of our religion. But now ye behold that the Lord is with us, and ye behold that he has delivered you into our hands. And now I would that ye should understand that this is done unto us because of our religion and our faith in Christ. And now you see that you cannot destroy this our faith. Moroni commanded Zarahemna and his army to give up their weapons and take an oath to never return to war against them again. If they did this, Moroni would spare the Lamanites' lives. 
If not, he would command his army to destroy Zarahemna's to utter extinction. Zarahemna handed his weapons to Moroni, but in his pride he refused to make the oath of peace. Moroni sadly returned Zarahemna's weapons. I cannot recall the words which I have spoken. We will spill your blood upon the ground. Behold, we will end the conflict. Zarahemna was incensed. Anger boiled in his blood, and he lunged at Moroni to kill him. But Moroni didn't move an inch. As Zarahemna reared back with his weapon, one of Moroni's soldiers blocked it with such power that the Lamanite's blade was split in two. The man swung his sword like lightning, slicing off Zarahemna's scalp. He raised it on the tip of his sword for the Lamanites to see. Even as this scalp has fallen to the earth, which is the scalp of your chief, so shall ye fall to the earth, except ye will deliver up your weapons of war and depart with a covenant of peace. Many of Zarahemna's army were struck with fear at the power of Moroni's soldier. They dropped their weapons at Moroni's feet, taking the oath to never fight against the Nephites again. Those who entered into the covenant of peace departed into the wilderness. But Zarahemna was too angry to let go of his hate. Blood from his missing scalp trickled down his clenched jaw as he grabbed one of the weapons at Moroni's feet. You cowards! Man, we can beat these wretched Nephites. They think they have God on their side, but they only have their armor. They are weak. We are strong. We cannot be defeated. Raise your swords. Defy the Nephites to the death. The battle raged on, many more falling by the sword. Zarahemna's wrath led to the deaths of too many to count. In the end, Zarahemna realized that his few remaining soldiers were no match for Moroni's men and their armor. Falling to his knees, he cried out mightily, begging Moroni for mercy. Moroni raised a fist, stopping the work of death and destruction. Zarahemna and the last of his soldiers left their weapons, making a covenant to never again return to war against the Nephites. As Moroni's army cleared the battlefield, they saw just how innumerable their enemies had truly been. They had been able to stand against such a sea of foes because Captain Moroni and his army had remained faithful. They had been prepared, and the power of the Lord had protected them. Still, sorrow tempered their victory because the anger of Zarahemna had led to so much death and destruction. Too many warriors on both sides had fallen, and there was no way to give them a proper burial. Instead, Moroni's soldiers cast the bodies into the river Sidon to be carried forth and buried in the depths of the sea. Captain Moroni looked away as the river Sidon ran red with the blood of the fallen. Yet he was grateful that the strength and guidance of God had saved the people of Nephi.